Hi, I'm Gabby, the happy holiday girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me and together we can live a holiday life. Hey, what's going on holiday fam? It's your girl Gabby and I am so excited. Today is the winter solstice. Before today, I knew absolutely nothing about the winter solstice. I knew that winter nights were cold, that they were long, and that honestly, I just wanted them to be over because I am a summer girl and I want to play outside. And I know I can put on more layers and go play outside, but honestly guys, I got laser hair removal done on my legs and I am proud of it. I want to show off my legs in the summertime. Thank you very much. But to get back to the main point, as today is the solstice, the longest night of our year, I am so excited about the different cultural stories that I learned all about today, the cute stories that I have to share. And what's great is that all of the ancient mythology surrounding the winter solstice is really just our ancestors' way of making sense of what was happening with the seasons. Really beautiful tales that I think can be kind of cute to share with our kids. Now, honestly, guys, I'm not about multiple gods or anything like that. It's just not my thing. But I do believe that a lot of the ancient Greek mythology, different tales, are all just various cultures' ways of making sense of the physical world around them using spiritual concepts. And even as a Christian woman, I appreciate these cultures and like to focus on the beautiful aspects of each culture's history while maintaining my own personal spiritual beliefs. With that being said, today is the winter solstice. We've got a lot to cover, so let's not delay. Let's get into the episode. For starters, the winter solstice is so exciting because as the earth tilts on its axis and the sun is furthest away from the earth, it gives us around three days where our daylight is shorter and our nights are longer. But remember guys, for those people who live in South America, the exact opposite is happening right now. And if you're at the South Pole guys, there are actually six months of complete sunlight. It's actually interesting, it's this thing called the midnight sun. And if you Google it, you can actually watch a video of the sun, it kind of curves across the sky, but it never drops below the horizon. It's the weirdest thing. It just kind of keeps going in this little wave loop up and down and up and down. It's really trippy, actually. It's kind of cool what our Earth actually does at the North and the South Poles. Nevertheless, for those of us who live in Middle Earth <laughs> and are used to seeing the sun and the moon in a 24-hour cycle, the next three days will be our longest days of night. But we don't have to be discouraged because gradually the sun will be out longer. But before the sun returns in its full shining glory, we are going to experience some night and some of us much more than others. And actually what's interesting is that in a town in Alaska, there's approximately 67 days of just night. Now, I didn't tell you what town that was because I want you to head on over to my holiday trivia podcast. I ask the same question there and you can get the answer for what specific town that is. Nevertheless, it is amazing to think that for literally over two months, there's a town where it's completely dark. And instead of having the sun to light up the sky, they have the Aurora Borealis. It's absolutely beautiful. And right now, just like at the South Pole, there is complete daylight. Right now at the North Pole, at the tippy tippy top, there is absolute darkness for the next six months. 
Now, what's interesting is that there are so many locations around the world that all are centered around the solstices, whether it be Machu Picchu or the Great Sphinx or Stonehenge, even to a monument here in America. Once again, I'm not going to tell you that answer. Gotta head on over to Holiday Trivia. But to think that our founding fathers were even paying attention to the night sky and to the solstices. And America is a fairly young country compared to Stonehenge and England and Machu Picchu and the Great Sphinx. Those are all very old, old, old structures. So to talk about America even paying homage to the solstice and the stars is, is very interesting and piques the conspiracy theorist in me. <laughs> but what's even more interesting than ancient structures and obelisks is the stories that these cultures told all because of the solstices. And so for today's podcast, I really want to make sure I tell you at least two of the ancient tales that I learned surrounding the solstice. Now, for both of these stories, I visited solsticelady.com. <laughs> And the first story is actually of the Babylonian mythical warrior goddess Ishtar, who was also the goddess of fertility. The way that this story goes is Ishtar's lover, Tamas, is captured by an evil dragon and taken to the underworld. And so Ishtar, being the diva goddess that she is, decides that she's going to go to the underworld and get back her lover. Now he's important to the story because his name is Tamas and he's actually the god of growing all things, giving reference to ancient man's need to be able to grow foods and crops for their survival. <laughs> so like I mentioned, Ishtar travels down to the underworld only to be met by gates of resistance that are in her way. She threatens and yells out that she will tear down these gates if she's not let in. So. The queen of the underworld permits her to enter into the underworld to save her lover with one condition. At each one of the seven gates, she has to disrobe her honor. She has to take off an item of clothing and her jewelry, thus coming to the final gate and bearing herself in all humility to the queen of the underworld. Being pleased with her display of courage and her humility and devotion to her lover, the queen of the underworld lets go of Tamas and Ishtar is able to return to the earth with the ability to grow food and restore fertility to the earth. The end. And I really like that story. It's, it's really cute and romantic and uh, the closest that I'm gonna get to a chick flick these days because I usually watch Marvel superhero movies with my husband. So uh, thanks ancient Babylonians. The story's much appreciated. <laughs> And for our second explanation of the winter solstice, we are going to go to Polynesian culture and talk about Maui. Oh, I loved Maui and Moana. So any opportunity that I can have to tell a little bit more about his story and uh, celebrate him more, I like it. <laughs> so this is the way that his story worked. The way that the sun hit the horizon, it made it look as though the sun had legs. And what was happening was the sun was going through the day way too fast. By the time that the fishermen got their nets ready, the sun was already getting ready to go back down again. So the sun was moving just way too fast, guys. It was able to run too fast on its legs. So what had happened was Maui had to save the day. Maui had to find a way to make the sun stand still just a little bit longer so that the fishermen could go out, capture their fish and make more use out of their day. So Maui made it known to his family, to everyone that he was going to make the sun remember his duties and stand still long enough so that the fishermen could fish and that the plants could grow. 
what happens is Maui's mother tells him he needs to talk to his grandmother because his grandmother was the one who cooked the son its breakfast. <laughs> so Maui goes over and talks about his plan with his grandmother. His grandma said it's just foolishness and laughed at Maui when he declared that he was going to trap the son. Nevertheless, she listened to her grandson and gave him 16 ropes, one for each one of the son's legs, a net, and some advice about a tree that he needed to hide in to be able to wrangle that son. But Maui didn't think he could do it on his own, so he enlists the help of his brothers to help out with this plot. So this is when our hero goes to work. Maui, when he sees the sun getting ready to rise out of the sky, he bravely stands up to the heat of the sun and manages to get the rope around eight of the sun's legs. He wrangles and tangles those legs, hits them with his magical club, and manages to break eight of the sun's legs. Thus, he saves the day. And quote from solsticelady.com, so for half the year, the sun moves swiftly across the sky and the days are short for the sun is on its good legs. The other half of the year, the sun is slower across the sky because he's limping. And we have Maui Trickster to thank for our long days of enjoying the warmth and glory of the sun. <laughs> End quote. Isn't that such a great way to explain why the seasons have changed? Maui, our hero, he slowed down the sun. He made it to where the sun just didn't have eight of his legs to run on anymore. So we got to have long summers and equally long winters, thanks to Maui. And now it's time for our activity of the day. In honor of winter solstice, after you get off of work tonight, take the time to play some music. Have fun with your kids, throw a little mini party because it's gonna be a long night. We might as well enjoy it. <laughs> some people will probably be burning a Yule log. I don't quite know what that is still. I'll be honest, I need to do some more research into that. I think now it's a cake, but I I I've never really celebrated that before. Nevertheless, if you want to make a Yule log cake, I guess, and enjoy that. And if baking's not quite your thing, just turn up the jams and party into the night. And so what do you think? With today's mythological stories, are you as in love with the solstice as I am? Head on over to aholidaylife.com now for more holiday fun. There you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun holiday activities for every day. You can also leave me a voicemail of what you're doing to celebrate the holiday. You might be on my next episode. Also, if you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can follow me on social media by using at A Holiday Life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at A Holiday Life Podcast on Instagram. And for more holiday fun, head on over to my sister podcast, Holiday Trivia, to give my trivia questions a shot. If you get three or more out of five questions correct, you're well on your way to becoming a holiday lifer. Until next time, keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.